this is Nope, I'm Scared. Yeah, we're a podcast where we talk about all kinds of spooky things. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. And we did this right this time. Yeah. <laughs> I we remember. got this. <sighs> it is the last day of August. Oh, thank God. We're almost there. The last day so of close. August. So excited. Technically, I am... fall doesn't start until the 22nd. No, no, fall starts tomorrow, <laughs> as does Halloween. Yeah. It's just pre-Halloween. Mm-hmm. Stage Halloween one, one of Halloween, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then October hits, and it's like, day two. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Hogwarts goes back to school tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. They quote-unquote back to school. They probably wouldn't be going back. To- Although, they probably would have been better off than yeah, us muggles. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They probably would have been like, we good. Mrs. Pomfrey knows what the <laughs> fuck she's doing. Alright. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So today, we're talking about the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil. Cecil. The Cecil Hotel. I've never heard anyone say Cecil. Except no. you. <laughs> Except you. Uh, do you know anything about the Cecil? Is it the Eliza Lamb case? Well, yes, among others. That's um, the only one I know about this place. So yeah, okay, so, like, I always, like, looking into this, and I always knew that it was one of, like, Los Angeles's haunted hotels. so many. But I was like, why, why do we know that this one's haunted? Because I will tell you that I went looking for personal stories, and there are none. Yeah, because the other one people talk about a lot is the Biltmore? The or Biltmore and the Roosevelt. The Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah, those are the other two. I actually don't know where the Biltmore is, but the Roosevelt's on Sunset Boulevard, the I think. was um, the Black Dahlia one, I think. I might uh, be what, wrong about that. What do you know about that? What do you mean, the Black Dahlia I one? just know that's where she was last seen, and that's where it's she It's actually sometimes... this one, but... It's, oh, is it? It's a rumor. No one has mm. been able to prove it. Mm-hmm. They just, people said that they saw her here. Okay. Maybe it is also the Biltmore. I don't know. Yeah, I'm Didn't not sure. Didn't look at the Biltmore because that was one you were going to do. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Well, this will be interesting. See how this all plays out. So, yeah. It's mostly kind of a creaky, co- creepy, <laughs> a creepy, kooky place. Alright. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't able to find any personal stories of it, which was frustrating. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Yeah, but um, it's got enough to be a creepy hotel anyway. Okay, alright, just between all the weird, like, murder, or not murder, but, like, suicide stuff. Yeah, there's a lot, for sure. But, like, why all at this one hotel? Well, I also do want to say that often people who want to complete suicide, um, they do tend to go to hotels in general, because then their family doesn't find them. No one, they, like, they don't have to clean it up. Somebody else does, which is mm-hmm. still sad, but yeah. there's a lot of, you know. But, like, mm-hmm. why this one in particular? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we have a bridge called Suicide Bridge. Well, yeah. Actually, there's probably quite a bit of stuff around here because at one point, the Cecil Hotel was lo- lovingly called the Suicide Hotel. <sighs> Yeah. Because they have so many. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a bridge um, just up north Pasadena of us by the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. called the Suicide Bridge by the locals. Which is my coffee shop's logo now. What? It's a C with Suicide Bridge in it. I mean, it's a real pretty bridge, but we all just know it as Suicide Bridge. I actually don't even know what it's actually called. Me either. 
Oh, no, I think I do. What is it called? Hang on. Stay with me. I can't remember. Yeah, we'll look it up later. I Because there's a sign when you go over it where you're like, oh, I'm oh, on this bridge. And, but I always like, just called it the suicide bridge. Cause, yeah. Oh, there's gates up on it now. Yeah, there's really tall gates up on it now because people were still yeah. finding ways to jump off of it. But those gates have been up there forever and... We still know somebody who managed to climb up on yep. and jump off. So, it's a beautiful bridge. If it you is. look it's it up, really you pretty. could probably find it if you just say Suicide Bridge, Pasadena, California. It would still show up. Well, I'm like, uh, Ghost Adventures went there. A lot of people have gone there. <laughs> That's just stop. my main Stop running! <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I think personally for a bridge, I don't think... I feel like that's probably one of the Ghost Adventures places that I would have been totally fine hanging out at all night. Oh, yeah. Except I would have been cold and been like, can I go to bed now? Yeah. That's the only thing. Because I think... I have not, I'm not afraid of this bridge. Nope. It's in a very metropolitan area. It's really pretty. I mean, it is by a hill, mm-hmm. but there's like people surrounding yeah, there's it. It's always not people like if there. you're going to that one in um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. The goat bridge? Yeah. Because that one's in the middle of the woods and you yeah. all know how I feel about woods. Yep. This has been thoroughly established. Do not like it. So I'm not going there at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, not like a super big news because I don't want to talk about the RNC, but I mean, we did lose Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Rest That's, in power. So sad. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful, beautiful human, beautiful person. Um, okay. So, yeah, I guess we'll jump into it. All right. So, the Cecil Hotel was built in 1924 in Los Angeles. It's um, on Main. It's in, like, down... It's in, like, the heart of downtown. Okay. Um... And locals know it to have a, sh- a shadowy past and have deemed it haunted. But as I said, I couldn't find any. And I went to, like, reviews on the hotel to see oh. if anyone said anything. And they didn't. <laughs> no. So it's just a weird place, <laughs> yeah. but not really haunted. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are places like that that are just kind of strange. So, but this, the Cecil is the hotel that inspired American Horror Stories Season Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and also another movie called Barton Fink, which was directed by the Coen brothers. Um, okay. It, I mean... I've never heard of that one I've before. never heard of it either, but okay. I do like the Coen brothers, so I was like, huh. And it's like a thriller movie. So Interesting. So, right. if you guys have seen it, tell us about it. Is it fun? I yeah. will watch it. It is spooky season. It's spooky season. <laughs> Woo! So, um... It's also, like, both Blink-182 and U2 have used it as backdrops in music videos before, but they were actually on, like, a building next to it, not in the actual mm-hmm. building, so. The Blink? The Blink used it? The Blink used it. I don't remember which <laughs> one they used it for, though. Um, what was I saying? Okay. So, it was built by William Banks Hanner, which is why I think they gave, um, James Patrick Marsh three names. Because of it. Mm-hmm. And it was designed by Lloyd Les- Loy Lester Smith in a bow art style. It cost a million dollars to build back in 1924. 
So, a lot of money. A million dollars. I don't know what that tra- translates to. I don't know. Yeah, but it's because they put in marble floors and stained glass in the lobby along Ooh, with, like, damn. it's, be- honestly, the lobby is gorgeous. We'll post pictures of it on the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful hotel, which is what now people say is, like, a trick, because when you walk in, it looks grandiose, and then parts that people have quote-unquote renovated just look kind of dinky. Yeah. And they're, well, and I think the rooms are still small because they were the rooms that were built in 1924 when people oh, weren't. Oh, wow, it is gorgeous. But yeah, the the lobby is gorgeous. I could see someone just wanting to, like, hang out there. It's a giant square. Or it's, it's a, a giant hotel. rectangle. It's, just, it's, just it's a terrible. hotel. Yes. What do you expect? It built <laughs> it's a, in 1924. It's, just, it's so square. <laughs> anyway, um, but so it opened in 1924. It never really had the chance to make a big name of itself because what happened in 1929? Oh, the Great Depression. Yeah. And everything. The yeah. stock market crashed and everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, and then nobody had money to stay anywhere. Yeah, then nobody could do anything. But somehow it kept its doors open, and once the 40s came about and people were back on their feet, and Hollywood was a big, prominent place that Mm -hmm. was, you know, starting to get glamorized, and, you know, everyone was enthralled with the Mm -hmm. the glamour of... 40s Hollywood, the hotel became a good destination, so it was flourishing at that yeah. point. At the end of the 40s, though, the area around the hotel started to pile up with homeless people, and the area yeah. is now known as Skid Row, which is still there. Yeah, which is still there. So, like, it's still it's still there. So, um, what did it say? In the 50s, about 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile radius of the hotel. Dang. Yeah. And so, so the hotel got a reputation as being a place for, quote, transients, because Mm. that's how we treat homeless people. Yep, because we're just great. So then in 2007, it was bought by a new owner who renovated the place, sort of. Um, (laughs) Like, I looked at the pictures of it, and it's like... It's so like the the lobby was never touched because it's fine. Yeah. But the bedrooms look like they tried. <laughs> so it's like weird because you have like stuff that's like still gorgeous and original, um, mm-hmm. and then they like threw in like a foosball table. <laughs> and then so it's it's really really weird. And there's like places that have like twin beds that have like a, a foot in between them. It's so strange. So it's like. You guys... Wait, what? You guys tried? (laughs) I guess. Um, So, yeah. And then the same place they rebranded the hotel in 2011 as the Stay on Main, which is fucking stupid. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is when you look it up now. Just embrace your name and your history. Like, I'm sorry. Just deal with it. You're the Cecil (laughs) Hotel. Especially since they didn't take any of the, like, signage down. Like, you drive by yeah, it, it'll still Cecil say Hotel the Cecil Hotel, and there's still, like, a sign painted on the side of the building that yep. says the Cecil Hotel. So, yeah. this whole stay on main shit, crap. Yeah. Um, it's got a three-point rating. It's gone up. It used to be, like, I think two. 
Um, and then, so then in 2014, they sold it to a New York City hotel person for $30 million, and he's been remodeling it now. So he's... Okay. It's, I think, right now closed because he's renovating it to preserve the original work and mix what he called hodgepodge renovations. That's sketch. No, it means, like, he also realized what they did was shit. Okay. Um, so he's supposed to be done by 2021, but we will see. Oh my god. Okay, so there's 299 rooms, and it has a reputation for violence. Is what their Wikipedia page is telling me. Well, I took stuff from their Wikipedia page. Get off of it. I, I was research. Like, I was looking at pictures. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but the hotel was declared a, whole, a historic culture monument, I think, in okay. 2012, right. I think. So now they can't demolish it, even if they, mm-hmm. even if they wanted to, it would just stay as like a condemned building. That would be. That would be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. Okay. Um. So then, yeah, I have that. It's rumored that Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia, was seen here mm-hmm. days before she died, but it's never been proven. And then another fun little tidbit: both Richard Ramirez, who is the Night Stalker. And Jack Unterweger, who is an Austrian serial killer, both stayed at the hotel. Okay. Richard Ramirez stayed in 1985, and Jack stayed in 1991. I don't like that. Well, that's why they put Richard Ramirez into hotel. Yeah. Because he did actually stay there, but all the other ones they just fabricated because Mm -hmm. they wanted to make the serial killer Halloween night or whatever. Devil's night. I should watch Hotel again. It's been a minute. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. Right now, me and Josh are stuck on Colt, and I can't do it. Yeah. It's too similar to life, and I don't want to watch it. (laughs) Yep. I might be like, hey, babe, can we skip it? (laughs) Just watch it on your own. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I think it's even too much for him right now, because it's so similar. Now, they have, I believe, yeah, 16 deaths at the Cecil resulting from non-natural causes as opposed to... But there is MLS 17 here, I think. Mm-hmm. But sh- there's not a record of whether or not the person died, so they didn't count it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one is November 19th, 1931. Manhattan Beach resident W.K. North, who was 46, was found dead in his room after ingesting poison. A week prior, hey. he had checked into the Cecil under the name James Willies, which is funny, <laughs> from Chicago. North instead appears to be the earliest suicide at the hotel. So from Manhattan Beach? That's pretty mm-hmm. close. Still. But he said he was from Chicago. The next one, in September of 1932, a maid found Benjamin Doge. 25, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, and he did not leave a suicide note. Which That's, is always suspicious. Yeah, always suspicious. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> In late July 1934, a former Army Medical Corps Sergeant, Louis D. Borden, who was 53... Oh, that's sad. I know. ...was found dead in his room at the Cecil. He had slashed his throat with a razor. Ooh. Um, he left several notes, and one cited that his poor health was the reason for his suicide. So, I get it. Yeah. Especially in 34, it's whatever happened in the First World War, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So Which is traumatizing. One well, As war is. You know, and he probably did have injuries and, you know, medical yeah. information wasn't as good as it is now, so who knows I what know. he was dealing mm-hmm. with. Um in March nineteen thirty seven, Grace E. Magro fell from a ninth story window. Her fall was broken by the telephone wires, which were wrapped around her body. She later died at the now-demolished Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. Police were unable to determine whether Magro's death was a result of accident or suicide. Hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah. Fell onto phone wires. I hate falling, just in general. Yeah, I don't think that's ever something I could do. Unless it was like I went skydiving and it didn't work. Still would not go skydiving. I want to go skydiving. No, you have fun with that. I will. In uh, in January 1938, a U.S. Marine Corps fireman, Roy Thompson, who was 35, jumped from Cecil's top floor and was found in the skylight of a neighboring building. He'd been staying at the Cecil for several weeks. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Just a body on the skylight. Yeah, I don't like that. No, that's bad. Nope. Uh, in May 1939, a Navy officer, Irwin C. Neblet, 39, was Neblet? found... Neblet? Yeah. That's fun. Who was 39, was found dead in his room from poison. That sucks. It's a lot of Navy people. Or not Navy people, but just military people. Well, that makes sense. It was right after World War One, And they were, you know, in the middle of Great Depression. Yeah, life just sucked for those guys. Yeah, it probably wasn't good. Uh, in January 1940, teacher Dorothy Scheider, or Scheiger, was 45, ingested poison while staying at the hotel and was reported by the Los Angeles Times to be near death. She's the one that had no further reports, so they don't count her, but attempted at least. Yeah. Um, in September of 1944, Dorothy Jean Purcell, who Two was Dorothy's. 19, I think that was just a popular name at the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dorothy Jean Purcell, who was 19, was sharing a room at the Cecil with her boyfriend, shoe salesman Ben Levy, mm-hmm. who was 38. Purcell, who had that's wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, (laughs) um, they Purcell had been unaware that she was pregnant, went into labor. She later testified that she did not want to disrupt her boyfriend who was sleeping, so she went to the bathroom where she gave birth to a baby boy. Oh my god, she thought the baby was dead, so she threw him out the window. (gasps) And he landed on the roof of an adjacent building. Oh my god. Right? I remember reading that being like, excuse me. That sounds like it's supposed to be on, I didn't know I was pregnant. (laughs) What in the world? Yeah. Chugs her baby out a window because she thinks he's dead. Was he actually dead though? Um... I don't think so. She was charged with murder, and three psychiatrists testified that she was mentally confused at the time. Um, In January of 1945, they found her not guilty by reason of insanity. So she probably spent the rest of her life in a mental hospital? 
I don't know. Which probably is not probably much wasn't good. So she probably got you know a fair punishment. Would rather be in jail than a mental hospital at any point in time. Or you know would have rather have been a mom. Right. <laughs> I mean, not chucking kid out a window right after you have him in the bathroom while trying to be quiet so you don't wake your boyfriend up. Which is already a weird situation. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, it's always the question of, like, how are these people able to jump out the window? But people didn't, like, you know, put Maybe locks like, on windows yeah. back then, or... Screens, for the most part. Yeah, and, like, now, now hotels don't have screens, but you also can't open the windows. Yeah. Yeah, they just, just give have, you air conditioner. Exactly, just crank air conditioner into your room. So you're like, you're not too hot. <laughs> just gonna make you really cold. <sighs> so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... That's, uh... Yeah. You know. Dorothy. (laughs) In November of 1947, Robert Smith, who was 35, jumped from one of the seventh floor windows and he died. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, October 22nd, 1954, San Francisco stationery firm employee Helen Gurney, who was 55 jumped also from the seventh floor, uh, landed on top of the Cecil's marquee, and... Why is every, it's everyone who's jumping, for the most part? I think that was just kind of the preferred method. I think maybe some people weren't able to get a hold of poison. I think people think it's easier than, like, shooting yourself or oh slitting goodness. your throat. I don't know how well-known, like you know, cutting your wrist was at the time. I wonder how many of these are accidents. I don't know. That's what they don't know. Because, like, but also I wonder, like, how often is it that people, like, opened their window and were just like, oh, no! (laughs) 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 Right, Princess Peach? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate Peach. (laughs) Princess Daisy for life. (laughs) Can't stand her. (laughs) Um... I mean, that would be a concern of mine if there was a fully open window. Yeah. Because I am clumsy, but I would not have opened the window because I am clumsy. uh, One of my friend's windows was, like, a whole wall. It had a screen on it, but it, like, opened, and I was always scared to go near them because I was like, oh my god, I'm just gonna fall through the screen. Mm -hmm. And she was only on, like, the second floor, but still. Yeah, or, like, the Edward Cullen house when he's got, like, that full, like, wall that's, like, I don't think his window's... Oh. They, yeah, he, that's yeah. why he could jump out the right. window and land on the tree and be like, hang on, spider monkey. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole wall yeah. that just opened up. Yep, Because I vampires that. are not afraid of anything. I guess not. I mean, they're the things that should be feared. Though, do I fear um, a colon more than a serial killer? I don't no. think so. I'm sorry. No. So, yeah, she landed on the top of the marquee. Uh, but a week before that, she had registered at the hotel under the name Margaret Brown. So also these people are giving fake names. Yeah. What would your fake name be? I don't know. I think I talked to mom about this. I don't remember what she said. Oh, Magnolia. I think Go she figure. said she'd pick Magnolia. I always feel like I'm drawn to, like, Aurora, which is weird because I know people pick, like, princess names. Mm-hmm. I used to say Aria, I think, because of Pretty Little Liars. Mine used to be April or Alia. Alaya is a weird name. I don't name. know. And those people just... would remember that name, too. Yeah, those are just the two that I went for. I don't know why. 
<laughs> Off topic, okay. Um, February 11th, 1962, Julia Frances Moore, who was 50, jumped from her window All on the eighth All these people are older, floor. too, except for the lady who chucked her baby out a window. The youngest one we had before that was... Well, we had a 35. Um... We had a 25, but he mm. shot himself. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back. So she mm. jumped from her eighth floor room and landed on, landed in the second story interior light well. Um, um, she did not leave a suicide note. She had in her possession a bus ticket from St. Louis, 59 cents in change, and an Illinois bank book showing a balance of $1,800. That's a good chunk of money. Especially for then, so I want to know what was going on. Yeah, that's a little suspicious. And why did she come, you know, all the way from St. Louis to do this? Yeah. So, I have questions. And you said she gave a fake name, too? No, it doesn't say anything about it. Mm, Okay. But she didn't leave a suicide note, so. Yeah. I wonder. I want to know what's going on. But this yeah. is why they're all considered just deaths of unnatural causes, because they can deem them whatever they say, but we don't really know. Yeah, but we're not sure. Um, also in 1962, October 12th, Pauline Utten, who was 27, so a young one, yeah, jumped from the window of her ninth floor room after an argument with her estranged lover. Ugh. I mean, not lover, husband. Mm-hmm. He had left the room prior to Utten's suicide. Utten landed on a pedestrian named George Gian. Oh, that poor guy. Who was 65, which killed them both. (gasps) Instantly. Oh, my God. There were no witnesses, so police originally thought that they had decided to jump together. Um... But they looked, when they were doing, like, the autopsy of the guy, his hands were in his pockets and he still had his shoes on. So they were like, that would have been weird. Yeah. Because I guess on impact or in the fall, like, their shoes would have fallen off and then I don't know anybody who jumps and, like, doesn't try to catch themselves even still. <laughs> jumps out with their hands in your pocket like Bugs <laughs> Bunny. La la la. la. <laughs> Bugs Bunny would have just landed and bounced. <laughs> um... So, I think that's that one sucks the most, because he was just strolling on yeah. down the street. 4th, 1964, a hotel worker discovered Pigeon Goldie Osgood, who was a... Pigeon Goldie Osgood? Was her radio name. Pigeon oh. Goldie. She was a retired telephone operator, dead in her room. Uh, this one is... This one is... I'm gonna say a trigger warning. It's a bit more one of the more violent deaths that we've we're gonna hear about. So she had been um, raped, stabbed, and beaten, and her room was ransacked. So this one is murder. Osgood was well known around the area and had heard had earned her nickname because she fed birds in the nearby Perishing Square. Thus, Pigeon Goldie. Mm-hmm. Near her body was the Dodger cap that she always wore and a paper sack full of birdseed. Oh, that's I know. She sounds like a sweet person. Hours after her murder, Jacques B. Eilinger, who was 29, was seen walking through Perishing Square in a bloodstained clothing. Um, uh, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with her murder, but was later cleared of the crime, and now the murder remains unsolved. 
Why was he cleared of the crime? Maybe they couldn't, like, have enough evidence to, to put, put him, him on it. He, I mean, him being covered in blood is probably weird, but... Apparently that just happens in L.A. Well, I, I mean, it's probably not, but you can't pin a murder on somebody just for having blood on their clothes. Yeah, and they didn't really have... And I don't think they had DNA yeah, back then, so it, at that point it's just blood. Gross. Mop, Mop it up. up. <laughs> so perhaps this one is... Yeah, I'll, I'll still read the stories that I did find, because there's only two. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Uh, On December 20th, 1975, a still unidentified woman who looked approximately 20 years old jumped from her 12th floor window onto the second floor roof. They weren't able to figure out who this lady was? No. She had registered at the hotel on the 16th under the name Allison Lowell and was staying in room 327. But that's all I know. September 1st, 1992, a man was found dead in the alley behind the hotel. They think that he fell or jumped from the 15th floor or was pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't know who he is and they don't know if he actually, like, jumped from yeah. the, the hotel. That's what I'm saying. Like, how many of these are, you know? I mean, this is a more modern case, I guess, but... Um, you know, you still don't know. Yeah. Also, I, I just want to know, like, was his bones shattered? That would have been a clear indication of, this guy probably jumped. Yeah. Or was he just dead? Yeah, who knows? Because <laughs> like, I feel like there's a clear answer there. <laughs> this yeah. guy, he's dead. Did he fall? Well, is half of his body smashed? <laughs> How about his skull? Any broken bones? Or is he just dead? I have questions. Right, how did he die? Let's just figure that out. Or, you know, could we we cross some ideas off? (laughs) No, just we don't know what happened. Because, I mean, behind the hotel, it's not not unpossible that he jumped. It's just like an alley, isn't it? But it is an alley, and it's not exactly in the best neighborhood. So who knows if it could have just been a mugging... (laughs) Or yeah. what? You know? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Somebody just dropped the body there because they knew it would have looked like a suicide. So this next one, I'm just going to tell the the generics, but I will go into it more because okay. I want to get through all of the deaths and then I can talk about it. Okay. February 19th, 2013, the naked body of Elisa Lamb, a 21-year-old Canadian yes. student, was found inside one of the water supply tanks on the hotel roof. So She'd gone missing three weeks earlier on January 31st. And they found her because the water was weird. Don't give away the punchlines. Okay, I mean, you can edit that bit out if you want No, to. I'll leave it in. Just show that I'm huffy at you. <laughs> June, this is my last one. So June 13th, 2015, the most recent one. The body of a 28-year-old man was found outside the hotel. Um, Some say that he might have jumped from the hotel, although a spokesperson of the coroners said they have not determined the cause of death. I feel like they're becoming less frequent just because it's harder to do it. Well, and I also just don't think people are going to this hotel. Yeah. And I also think you have to think that... Now hotels have changed 
how they structure their yep. hotels because of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back in time, people have jumped from hotels and buildings forever. Yeah. So, I just think that hotels now, when they remodel or renovate, they just make it so that their windows don't open. Yeah, most windows just don't even open. So, yeah, I think it is harder to do it now. Yeah. That's why you have people doing it other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's... 16 weird deaths plus at the one. hotel. Plus one that we don't know. That seems... Okay. <laughs> that seems what? It seems a little suspicious. Yeah. I mean, the ones that they don't know, all suspicious. Yeah, but, that's so true. You, but mostly suicides. Or at least appearing suicides. Yeah. One known murder. Mm-hmm. Um, of a sweet little bird lady. A sweet little bird lady. Feed the birds. That's all I'm gonna do. Because I don't want to get sued. And I don't want them to take it out. <laughs> Alright, so now we're gonna jump into Elisa Lamb. Alrighty. Because she is a befuddling case. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and I trust nothing. Yeah, no, obviously. Don't trust shit. So, yes. Um, and we'll post the videos and things like that. Yeah, I might as well. I mean, the I, I don't know if I can post the whole no, elevator video, clips, but, but you can easily go look it up. It's there. If you type so in Elisa Lamb, weird. it's definitely just one that shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, as Ella said, her decomposed body was discovered by a maintenance worker in one of the rooftop water tanks because guests had been complaining about low water pressure and that the water tasted funny. That's so gross. So gross. You're drinking dead person juice. Yay. Yeah, and then when I was looking for stories and I was, like, going into the, like, reviews, people were like, it's fine, just bring a water filter. Or, like, oh, I don't... Or someone said, like... It's a great hotel. They have four free pools on top. And I was like, that's not funny. You are horrible oh people. God. <laughs> like, honestly. Wow, some, some brutal. Of, so many people, like, went on there. Like, you know that they didn't even stay. They're just there to make a joke. Yeah. And also, so many people have gone to the hotel because of Elisa Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry. I wonder how many hotels we've stayed in that are, like, haunted or whatever. I don't know. I feel like most modern ones might not be just because they don't have a long enough history. But like, it depends on if they were built on top of an old building. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the dorms in San Fran are haunted. Those ones are haunted. We're so, it's supposed to be haunted by, like, naval people, which is why it's called the Commodore. Because it used to be... It also used to be a hotel. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, all three of them were hotels. Uh, I don't think I ever... Per- no, I think I did. No, I heard someone walk in and then walk away. And you were like, the fuck? Because I was like, Christina's not here. And I think I even, like, got up and I, like, looked in the closet and everything, which is super weird because I wasn't, like, as, like, I wasn't afraid. I know people are always, like, saying, like, why'd you go look? And I'm like, well, because you can only get in with a key card. So it's not like, you know, I didn't hear the door open, so... Mm-hmm. I figured it was something, but I looked around, there was nothing there. It's, like, a studio, it's a, it's a hotel room. Yeah. There's a big room, a, like, a good enough closet, and a bathroom. So it wasn't like I had a lot to check. Yeah. 
But yeah. But I think some other people had like other stories, but I just remembered that one. Like I heard somebody walk in to like the bedroom area and then like walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun to deal with. Mm-hmm. So authorities have ruled Elisa's. Is it Elisa or Eliza? I think it's Elisa. I think it is Elisa. They've ruled her death as an accidental drowning, which I think is just bullshit. Yeah, no, that's BS. Um, they have put out the video surveillance footage found from inside the elevator shortly before she disappeared, where she acts strange. So weird. It's really, it's a really weird, she like gets in, pushes multiple buttons, she's like hiding in the corner. Yeah, she keeps getting out, like looking around and then getting back in the elevator. And, and then like there's like the time when she when like goes like, out, and yeah, she yeah, swings she's, her arms. Yeah, like there's she's, something there. Yeah, and then like she gets out, she like looks both ways. Yeah, and um, then gets back in. And like she gets out multiple times and then comes back in. And it's all supposed to be weird because the elevator never closes either. Yeah. Like, she pushes buttons, she, like, stands in the center, she stands in the side, she gets out for a while, and the elevator, like, never leaves until, like, like, at the very end of the video, you see her, like, put her hand on her head, and then, like, walk away, and then the elevator closes. Mm -hmm. So, it's a very strange video all around. Yeah. Um... So, it did come out that she was supposed to be, bi- have a bipolar disorder, um, and she had several medications, which they did find in her blood later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't even, people kept saying it was like a psychotic episode, and I'm like, if she's on her medicine, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to rule like it recent. out, but if mm-hmm. she, you know, she had been fine, so it just seems odd. Yeah. And people like to just label it that, like, oh, she had a bipolar episode and then she died. Yeah, that's not um, like, what that happens. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that doesn't explain how she would have gotten onto the roof, either. Well, and, like, you know, bipolar episodes, I mean, they do, they can have, like, manic thoughts and think people are out to get them, which is not weird, but she doesn't seem to have that in yeah, the no. classification. Yeah, and also, usually, people who are bipolar act out very emotionally. Yeah, she had, yeah. Not, not, um... Yeah, no, not she was calm way. that entire time. I mean, she looked kind of weirded out, but, yeah. I mean, I'll get to stuff that I have, that people have thought of later. Mm-hmm. But, like, she does look weirded out, but she doesn't seem to be somebody who's, like... She's not pacing. She's not, like, running her hands through her hair. She's not, like, crying, which is all stuff I would have expected to see in someone who has bipolar having a a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really buy that excuse. But also people believe that the video um, has been, was messed with before it went public. Um, They, the video obscures the timestamp. Um, and people have claimed that some parts are slowed down and nearly a minute of footage was removed discreetly. I don't know how people found this out. Yeah, that's so weird. That's so weird. Every time I see this video, it weirds me out. Because I have no explanation for it. Exactly. I have 
nothing. It's weird. It's so strange. It's weird. Um. Yeah. People said that maybe they had cut out areas to protect identity of people who might have been in the video later. Well, I mean, if they cut out any at the end where the elevator's just moving, that could have had pebble people in it. Yeah, I don't see anything there. It just seems odd. Mm -hmm. But, um... Um... Yeah, it's just like every time I watch it, there's no explanation for it. Yeah, it just says, like, it could have been to protect the identity of somebody who otherwise would be in the video, but had little or nothing to do with the case. Mm-hmm. Or they were trying to conceal evidence. Um, what if it evidence? Had, if what? it had been... Because, like, you know when people, like, when they have a case and they try to keep some stuff out of the press so that if the killer mentions it in, like, an interrogation, They'll they're like... They'll know that nobody else knows about it. You did it. So, like, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to mm-hmm. say. I don't know where they cut out time either. Yeah. I I don't know. I am not that tech savvy to know how to no, do it. Me either. Um, so then I have before she disappeared. So, like, the okay. day that she disappeared, she'd been buying souvenirs for her family and discussing books um, with the manager at the nearby bookstore. See, yeah, this is BS. The suicide and water, accidental drowning or whatever they're calling it, that's BS. Well, they're not calling it suicide. They're calling it an accidental drowning because I don't think anyone claims that she was suicidal yeah, at well, any that... point. But it just it all makes no sense. So anyway, mm-hmm. the the manager described her as lively, friendly, and outgoing. It had seemed like they, that she had come into that store multiple times while she was staying there. So enough for right. her to get an opinion on her. Okay. And they were just talking about books, like, the day that she had disappeared. Yeah. Um, police... So nothing weird. Yeah, nothing weird. Police searched her room, and they even brought dogs to track her scent in areas they were legally able to, like, her room, I'm guessing the lobby, hallways, and yeah. even the roof. Like, they were able to check the roof. hmm But they didn't find anything. Yeah. And, um, people were like, well, we couldn't check everyone's room because we didn't have reason to. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of rooms. Which I guess, but I, I mean, what, they're saying that maybe she was murdered by a hotel guest, and then yeah, after the so. police there, someone dumped her into the tank? I think that would have been hard anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I mean, if someone, like, snatched her from a hallway and pulled them into their room, like. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so... It is just also weird that, like, they were on the roof. They apparently didn't go near the water tanks, but, like, I feel like if dogs had smelled something, they would have pulled them over there. I feel like the water tanks might have hid her scent. Because of it being closed? Yeah. Or maybe she didn't have... Yeah, I don't know. It takes... I do think, depending on how cold the water is, it can delay the decomposition. to her clothes? Okay, so okay. she was found in the water tank completely naked with her clothes and personal items around her. That's so weird. That's the weirdest thing. Wait, what time of year was this? Let me go back. I feel like it was February. So it would have been cold. It would have been cold. 
So it makes no sense for her to have gotten into and the water. taken all her clothes off. For, yeah, freezing and then taken all her clothes like, off. Like, even were to, she to have, like, had that hypothermia thing where, like, you're so cold that you feel like you're on fire, you know? Yeah. Like, I just think that's weird. I don't know, but she's in, like, the water and everything. Could she... One, how does she get on the roof? Because that was supposed to be locked. And, like, yeah. you were supposed to... Only staff was supposed to have keys that could open it. Or, like, a key card that could open it. And they didn't find any key cards on the roof with her? No. People thought maybe she could have used the fire escape to get onto the roof. Which, maybe. Um, if like she really had wanted her. her to do that. And then also there have been people who have gone there and shown, like, that it is kind of easy to get onto the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think that it says, like, an alarm will sound, but then if you push it, sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just didn't have good security at the maybe. time. It's not, unlike, it's not impossible for that yeah. to have been a thing. But my, even if she gets onto the roof, okay, how mm-hmm. the fuck did she get into the tank? Yeah. With all her stuff and everything. Well, because the guy who came out to look at the tank had to bring his own ladder. Yeah, how the fuck did because, she get in there? Because I think they said it's, like, almost five feet tall itself, and then it was on cement blocks. So it probably would have been taller than her. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, how did she get in there? Also, the tank lids are heavy, so even if she was able to open it by herself after miraculously scaling a round wooden a round tank, how did she close it when she was in the water? Because it All was of sealed. This is so weird. So what the fuck happened? Well, because they're like you would have seen a ladder if she'd used that to climb onto. Like the it tank. would have been there unless someone was there with her and moved all of that yeah. stuff. Like maybe. That doesn't make any sense, though. Um, it took the coroner four months to release her autopsy after many delays, um, and they said there was no evidence of physical trauma, and they ruled her death accidental. But her autopsy is super questioned. Like, I think they said that at the time she was found, she had so little blood remaining for them to do a full toxicology what? thing. What? So that's weird. Like, I don't know if it, like, just absorbed into her or what. Um, so she was, like, drained of blood. Not drained. Like, I just think maybe it dried up. I don't know these things. I'm not, I'm not a person who knows these things. But, like, they were able to find, like, um, her traces of her medication in her blood. But they couldn't find, like, other drugs, so they said she wasn't on drugs. People are saying, like, well, maybe in the time that it took to find her, they got absorbed into her body and you can't trace it anymore. Like, it's true that maybe it did break down. I don't fucking know. I'm not saying that maybe she wasn't tripping balls and, like, I don't know. It still wouldn't explain how she got up there and lifted everything up and then got into the She would have had to have somebody else with her, if that's the case. Like, I don't think... Like, there's no way that she did this all on her own. Yeah. And I that's what I don't get. Like, why are we just saying, it's an accident? But if, like, with the whole elevator thing, I have no idea how that ties into all of this. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't seem like she was friendly with anybody in the hotel. 
So, like, I'm not yeah. saying that maybe she didn't make a friend at the hotel while she was staying there, but it does seem... Like, I don't make friends with people when I go to hotels. No. Even when I've been staying there for a while, I don't talk to anybody. But I'm also an introvert, and I don't want people to talk to me. That's, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to get into a little fun theory that some people have thought of. Okay. Have you ever heard of the elevator game? I have, yeah. People think that maybe she was playing the elevator game. That's what I thought when I saw the video the first time. Okay, I had never heard of the elevator game before. I watch a lot of those, like, challenge videos where people yeah. do stupid things. Mm -hmm. So you know that Sam played this game? I do, yeah. I watched it, <laughs> although it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this game is a, a paranormal urban legend that you should know comes from, like, a wiki page. So it's more of most a, things do more of a creepy pasta than anything I think, and it's supposed to take the player to another dimension. But I will say that this game first started in Japan and Korea in like two thousand six, which immediately makes me fear it more. Yep, right red flag there. Nope, I'm just like I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I don't need to do it. <laughs> See, I was like thinking, I was like, I would, no one should ever cast, like, m me to play myself in a, any type of horror movie, because it would be boring. I'd never <laughs> do anything. They'd be like, let's go to this haunted hotel, and they'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm good, I'll just stay here. I'm out of work. <laughs> Tell me how your trip was, though. Um, let's play the Ouija board. Mm, I'm gonna go home. No, no. Uh, hard pass. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Make sure you bless yourself before you come to my house. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've got stage, but like, I would not be a fun character because I'd never do anything. <laughs> be like, you know, we could die, right? Right. Okay, so the game does come with like a bunch of rules. And I yeah. don't think, so even if she was playing the game, she wouldn't have been playing it right, because she's pushing a bunch of different numbers at the same time. Yeah, no, she wasn't. And you're not supposed to do that. Unless she'd already done it. But I you're guess. still not supposed to do this. Rule number one, you start at the lobby. You push the fourth floor. If somebody else comes onto the elevator that's not playing the game, you have to wait until nobody is on the elevator with you. Yeah. So... I'm just going to go through all of this assuming nobody gets onto the elevator with you. Yeah, because okay? otherwise you have to stop. Um, okay, so the first one. From the lobby, press the fourth floor. Once you're on rule number two, when you're on the fourth floor, press the second floor. You're Also, you never get out of the elevator unless I say, like, you get out of the elevator now. Yeah. Um, rule number three, from the second floor, press the sixth floor. Uh, rule number four, when you're on the sixth floor, go back to the second floor. Uh, rule number five, from the second floor, press the tenth floor. Okay. Um, from rule number six, once on the tenth floor, press the fifth floor. This is rule number seven. When you, when the elevator gets to the fifth floor, a woman may enter. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her and do not talk to her. Not an issue for me. That woman is not human, and if you do, she may decide to keep you for her own. Okay? Rule number eight. From the fifth floor, press the first floor. 
um, the elevator will either go to the first floor or it may decide to go to the tenth floor. Um, if it reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. Rule number nine, if the elevator goes to the tenth floor, leave and do not answer the woman if she asks anything. She may ask you, where are you going, or what's wrong, and her voice is supposed to be high. Don't talk to her. So, if you get up to there, you are now in a different world. You'll know because you're alone, electronics are not going to work, and this world will look identical to ours, except all the lights will be off and the only thing you're supposed to be able to see from the window is a red cross in the distance. Yep. No thanks. Yeah, why would you do this? What is the appeal? Why for am I like this? why am I going to a dark creepy world? Yeah, that's not I like, already don't like elevators. There's no motivation to this cuz like the the 11 mile challenge, the driving one, that's well, like you, you get, get a wish. wish. Yeah, you get a wish at the end. This has no reward for you. It's just like, okay, well, now you're stuck in a different dimension. Yeah, because then you have to, like, get back. Like, you can't just, like, decide, oh, I'm done, and go, like, down to the lobby. Like, if you do that, you're still technically in the other yeah. world, and things will look the same. Like, I read one, I went on Reddit to, like, see, I don't put any stock in these things, but I've seen what people have said, and so someone said that they got to the 10th floor, they saw the cross, and then they started to panic because all the lights were out. And they just, and then they went to the elevator and it had a elevator broken or out of service sign on it. Oh shit. So they decided to take the stairs to the 11th floor and try again. But when they went into the stairwell, it was pitch black and they felt something chasing them. Fuck so they no. got up to the top but couldn't find the door and then they smacked their head and woke up in their bed the next morning. And then... Like, wasn't sure what the fuck happened, but then they went out into, like, the world and did normal things and, like, tried to go to class, and they just started to notice that, like, everyone they passed was smiling at them. And then one of their friends, like, had texted them, like, earlier, like, where are you? And he had said, oh my bad, I just slept, overslept. And then after he noticed that everyone was smiling at him, his friend texted a smiley, like, an old smiley emoji with the colon and the... Yeah. Closed bracket whatever that yeah is. and then he so then he was like then it said i'm now back at my house t- re- typing this all up i think i'm stuck so of course believe what you want it is probably just a fun story but i hate that i hate that i don't even care if that's a fake story it's creepy as fuck and i don't want to deal with it i would hate to like notice that just everyone was smiling because at first you'd be like oh okay people are smiling or whatever but then when you start to notice that just everyone stops to smile at you it doesn't work wearing masks now (laughs) you could tell and then like what if you were out in a mask and everyone was not in a mask and they were just smiling at you uh you would know for sure something's wrong so i don't like it oh my god i'm just picturing the like the dancing man i i'm i don't know there is like a movie that and maybe it's silent hill where they have, like, creepy smiling people. Okay, anything with creepy smiling people is creepy. <laughs> I think that's an obvious statement. Um, I also read one where, like, she tried it in her apartment because her apartment had, like, at least ten floors. Because mm-hmm. you need at least ten. Yeah. And everyone was like, why did you do it in your room? Like, in your apartment. Because now you can't leave, like, 
the like the portal doesn't close because you're still here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, gotta move. Some people have said that like they messed up because when they got to the fifth floor, like they were just watching the numbers. And so when the doors opened, they had no the other choice but to see her. And they're like, I should have just been looking at the floor. Like, who cares about the numbers? So, mm-hmm. you know, I just well, don't like, want to fucking try coming. this. No. What happens if you look at the lady? You usually, it's, it, usually it's, something goes wrong. Like, I, oh, I did read one where they were like, okay, I did this and a man came on, not a woman. But then they said that when they stood there, they didn't look at them, but they just, the man was, like, positioned in a way that they were angled and just facing them the whole time. Oh. And then when she got off on the 10th floor, he, like, turned to follow, like, her as she got off the elevator. Oh, I hate that. And, like, oh my god. Even if that wasn't a fucking demon, I hate that. I assume that you're gonna murder me. You're gonna murder me! You're a fucking perv! Oh my god. That's terrifying. Yeah. Even if it's not true. I, yeah. My heart is like, oh. I'd be yeah. like, run. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> get out, get out, get out, get out. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Why do people play these games? Yeah. Okay. So, you're at this point now, you're in the other world. Now you have to come back, okay? Okay. So you have to... Uh, so you, I think you start on the tenth floor and you just and then do, do the same. No, I think you do the same thing. You go to the fourth floor, then the second, then the sixth, then the second, then the tenth, and then the fifth. And then when you reach the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. The elevator will either begin to go up or down. If the if it goes up, you have to push like anything else to cancel it. Um. And you have to do that before you get to the tenth floor. What happens? I guess I think you're you're stuck at that point, and like you have to keep trying it. Um, if you reach the first floor, you have to check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, like even the smallest thing, you're not supposed to get out of the elevator. Like if you I think there'd be people on the first floor. If though. you think something's wrong, do it again. Um, if you're, once you're com- You're automatically gonna assume everything's wrong. <laughs> once you're confident you've, you're back to your normal place, then you get out and you exit. Like, also, if you get to the 10th floor, you don't have to get out and look. You could just decide to, like, go down. Like, I think if I, not that I would ever fucking play this, because I'm not doing it. Yeah. But if I got up to the 10th floor and, like, all the lights were off, I'd be like, we're going back down. Yep. Done. Cool. Fourth floor, second floor. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, I don't need to see a red cross on a hill somewhere in the distance. I feel like something's chasing you. No, I don't need it. I'm good. So, it says, getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become disoriented and forgot which... And forget which elevator you arrive at. Um, The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards it. So it's trying to keep you there. So you have to be vigilant and keep your wits about you. If at any point during the ritual you faint, pass out, or otherwise lose consciousness, you will likely wake up in your own home. However, be sure to carefully examine your surroundings upon waking. The home to which you have been returned may not be the one that you left. Thus, smiley world. Or whatever equivalent. Yeah. Um, 
tip four, do not in any case attempt this too many times. It makes you susceptible to accidentally slipping back into the other world. If you do not get out on the, of the elevator on the 10th floor, or if the woman does not get in, you should head straight back down to the first floor. Yep. Or how about just don't play the game? That sounds like a solid plan. Yeah. Sometimes when you're coming back, the elevator goes back up instead of down. You have to cancel it by pushing any button. What if it doesn't cancel? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says the other world is pulling you. Um, I don't like how vague it is. It also says if you faint, be careful. You can be pulled back at any moment. This also happens to people with susceptible souls. I don't... And this all comes from, like, Korea. So, like, I kind of believe How it. do you know if you have a susceptible soul, though? What does that mean? I think it's, like, for people who maybe are open. Like, I think that psychics would have a harder oh, time getting pulled yeah. back out. People who do astral projections. So we stuff. definitely should not go. Because our family's weird. Yeah. I don't know what our family does, but our family's weird and I'm not playing it. Yeah. So that's the elevator game and I fucking hate it. Yeah. It scares me more than probably like, what anything if, about this hotel. What if this video is like her trying to get back? Yeah. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's interesting. Like, I wonder like if she was seeing... What we were seeing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Like, that's weird. Like, what if, like, being in a different dimension is just, that's only you? Like, maybe you're in the normal one, but your brain is not here. Maybe. Oh, I hate Because then when she gets out, maybe she, it's dark and she can't see anything. And that's why her hands do that weird what's in front of me thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And so, it could be that she was playing this game. I don't know. Maybe could have been. It's Who been knows? around for a bit. Yeah, but it's been in America I feel like at 2011, 2012? Maybe. I mean, that's when all the stupid challenges were coming out. <laughs> I think I'd um, rather see an apparition than just hearing noises. I think that's valid. Or a shadowy figure. I don't oh, I would see rather see an apparition because than a shadow figure. Maybe I would attribute it, it to a shadowy figure, but I'd never be able to rule out if I just saw somebody like walk by. Because well, then where are they? Yeah, if you see an apparition and you know that it's a was ghost. a person. Yeah, but you see a shadowy figure, you don't know what the fuck that is. Is it a ghost? Is it someone that's in here that's not supposed to be in here? Is, is it, it a, a demon? demon? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would hate to see a shadowy figure. Yeah, no. Worse, like, lowest level of things that I would nope. Yeah, that, that I would nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. do it. Nope. So, that's a Cecil. Not so much haunted, though. We have. I just want to know what the fuck happened to Elisa Lamb. I definitely want to know what happened to Elisa Lamb. It's just so weird. It's, it's odd. I'm baffled. And I, it makes you wonder if, like, the police know more and they just don't want to get into Probably, it. Probably. As they do. You know, like, who knows? It's just so strange that, like, she came from Canada... I think she was touring school. She was supposed to leave soon to go to a different school yeah. to check it out. And then she was, like, talking to her family every day, and then all of a sudden stopped. Yeah. Like, it's just Like, what baffling. happened? I'm so confused. Like, even if she had had, like, a mental break or something, how did she get into the fucking tank? Yeah. How it did she make any close sense. The, the lid? 
When did she take her clothes off? Exactly, it's freezing, and then she would have stripped all of her clothes and everything. I just, this entire situation is just so weird. And how does the elevator tie with her ending up in the tank? Like... Yeah, they seem to be not connected at all, except that they're trying to, I think, use the elevator to make it seem like her mental state was not good. I mean, even if it wasn't, that doesn't explain how the fuck she got into the tank. None of exactly. it makes sense. Exactly, right, none of it None of it up. makes sense. So maybe she had, maybe she did have a mental break and that's what we're seeing in the elevator. How did she get onto the roof? How did she get onto the tank? Exactly. I just, so many questions. Yeah, also, like, I don't know anything, but when you check into a hotel, you usually pay for the amount of nights. I feel like if she was, you know, missing for so much longer... They would have checked everything, yeah. I mean, I know they brought in police, but still. shouldn't have been able to get onto the roof. So, yeah, no, I'm not arguing with you. (laughs) She should not have been able to... No one should be able to get onto the roof of a hotel. Like, unless you're supposed to. Unless you're supposed to be on there. But, like, yeah. there's a reason why you're not allowed onto roofs, because maybe you're jumping. Maybe you could fucking fall. Yeah, maybe you it's just not, over something. Depending on how high up your building, your hotel is, wind is a lot yeah. harder up there. So you might not even be trying to jump, but you might be dicking around and whoops! To, there you go, off the edge. It's, it's incredible. Like, yeah. No. I can't. I just, I want to know. <sighs> so. So. That's the start of spooky season. Yeah, spooky season. Woo! Weird-ass hotel and a game no one should ever play. Yeah, don't fucking play it. Don't play these games. We might do an episode where we talk about games you shouldn't play. And our title for that right now is Games You Should Not Play Unless You're an Idiot. Yeah, that or, is our working I title. I think it's, like, either that or it's, like, 3 a.m. games for idiots. Something. It, there's definitely idiots in the title. Yeah. Don't play these games. Maybe they're not real. Why are you it. messing with it? Yeah, even if they are, just don't do it's it. It's like taking out a Ouija board just for funsies. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't mess with it. We yeah. don't understand it just enough. Just don't fuck with Ouija boards either. Just as a base rule, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Be, be the boring character in a horror movie. Be the person yeah. that gets tired and goes home. <laughs> Guess what? You're alive. <laughs> right? Then you can have, you know, your fun experiences. You can be like, oh my, you can be that person that's like, oh my god, I knew all those people. <laughs> You're still, I don't, I don't like it. Why would you do, why would you? None of these I, games appeal to me. Like that one about the doll, I don't ever want to th- fucking play that. There's no benefit to that one either. Or the bath one, nope. None of these are good. None of these are good. And a lot of them come from Japan, which is an automatic no. Yeah. I want to think... Well, stick around. It's about to get spooktastic. Spooky season! Spooky season. Because, yeah, we're jumping in. Yeah. We're jumping in to spooky season. We're embracing it. I mean, obviously we have a podcast called nope i'm scared but we're definitely yeah. going to push things that up that give us the willies yeah. to just fully embrace it yeah embrace the spook yeah i'm i'm ready to get my hocus pocus on and my halloween town i'm and psyched i'm and so all psyched. of it I've, i'm already decorating 
As soon as September hits, it's fall. Nah. As soon as school starts, it's fall. Exactly. If I'm in school, it's fall. If you're gonna call it the fall semester, but only have, like, two months of fall... It's fall. It's fall, yeah. 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 So, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Well, we're gonna post pictures of the Cecil and um, clips of Elisa Lamb's video. So if you want to look at those, go to our Instagram. At nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Um, and if you've got if you if you've tried the elevator game, let, let us me, know. Let how me it know. Went. Yeah. Uh, if you've stayed at the Cecil, let me know. If you have theories about Elisa Lamb, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah, and we'll you, thoroughly discuss this with you. Yeah, if you want to do, you could do that on Instagram too. But you could also email us at nope I'm scared podcast at gmail and yeah. yeah, tell me your theories, because I am fucking confused. We are so lost. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I have not even a thing to say what I think happened. Yeah, I can't put a definitive answer on anything that happened. So, yeah. yeah. Email us with the tidbits, stories, hometown murders, whatever you want us yeah. to know. Anything. Yeah, anything. anything. We're, we're down to talk. Or drop in our DMs. We'll do that, too. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll also talk to you through Instagram. So, yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. I think okay. so.